if we look to the answer as to why for so many years we achieved so much, prospered as no other people on earth, it was because here in this land we unleashed the energy and individual genius of man to a greater extent than has ever been done before. Those who say that we're in a time when there are no heroes, they just don't know where to look. The sloping hills of Arlington National Cemetery, with its row upon row of simple white markers, bearing crosses or stars of David, they add up to only a tiny fraction of the price that has been paid for our freedom. As for the enemies of freedom, those who are potential adversaries, they will be reminded that peace is the highest aspiration of the American people. We will negotiate for it, sacrifice for it. We will not surrender for it now or ever. We are Americans. France Authority on AM 1420. The answer. Yes, indeed it is, and a good morning to you. Thanks for being with us on AM 1420. The answer, seven minutes after the hour of 9 o'clock, as we get rolling on Free For All Friday, particularly in the first hour, Free For All Friday, which means it is your opportunity to speak up and be heard. Uh, it is the 10th morning of the 7th month of the year of our Lord, 2020. In hour number two today, kind of a special treat for Friday listeners who maybe miss Peter Kersenow in his regular date uh, day, day of Tuesday. Uh, Pete will be with us this morning. He was busy Tuesday doing one of his many, many, many jobs. And uh, today he is going to entertain us and inform us with his unique insights into what is going on in the state and in this country. Peter Kirsten now at 1010 this morning. And until then, it's you at 216-901-0945 and 888-281-1110. All right, you and me, uh, I will say, because I do have a lot that I want to talk about. Your governor is lying to you. The governor of the state of Ohio is an absolute political hack who is lying to the American people, or the Ohio, people of Ohio, rather. Governor Mike DeWine, if there was a recall uh, option in Ohio law, uh, I would be leading the charge for that recall. This man is a menace to public health. He is a menace to the state of Ohio's economy. He is a menace to honesty in government. All of the above. He is a liar, and I want him to hear me loud and clear. And anybody uh, in the DeWine administration or team that listens and monitors radio and television and in media to see what people are saying for his poll numbers, understand this. Mike DeWine is a hack politician who lies to the people of the state of Ohio on a daily basis. He has no business being in public office, and I want all of Ohio's Republican Party leadership to know that we will not stand for this and we will replace all of you, if that's what it takes, to get this piece of human flotsam out of Ohio government. Have I made myself clear enough? Governor Mike DeWine is lying to the people of the state of Ohio about the number of infections of people from COVID-19. Governor Mike DeWine and his team in the Ohio Department of Health are lying to the people of Ohio about the danger of the uh, uh, COVID-19 virus. The governor of the state of Ohio, Mike DeWine, refuses to, to focus his 
statistical data that he gives us each day on the daily briefings on the number of hospitalizations, the real number of hospitalizations for COVID-19. The governor, governor of the state of Ohio, Mike DeWine, refuses to give the people of Ohio each and every day the accurate information on the mortality rate and the number of deaths from COVID-19. Mind you, from COVID-19, not uh, with COVID-19. The governor of the state of Ohio has come up with a ridiculous, color-coded uh, system of evaluating what counties are in grave danger and which ones are not, and is forcing the people of the state of Ohio, or at least trying to, force them to surrender their freedoms, all to help advance his fear. He thinks he is being noble, or maybe he doesn't. I don't even know, quite frankly, what his motivation is. What I do know is that he is a liar, and he refuses to answer the questions of those who call him out for being a liar. And I, for one, am disgusted with the whole of the Ohio Republican Party, ORP, from the leadership on down, and that includes every county's leadership, if they are not pushing and pushing and pushing at the state level to get Governor Mike DeWine to stop destroying this state, to stop destroying freedom. You Do you know that Cuyahoga County is on the verge of going purple in this moron's little color scheme. You realize that? You are a tick away from going purple and going on full lockdown. Forget about the mask mandate for just a moment, which hit me in my home yesterday when he put Lorraine County into the red zone of his ridiculous little rainbow uh, display. Lorraine County now is on a mandatory mask mandate. That's where I live. That's where I shop. That's where I, I, I uh, uh, go out into public. And I will tell Mike DeWine on live radio what I said on Facebook yesterday afternoon when I heard the announcement after I got off the air doing the Dennis Prager show. You can mask me, Mike DeWine, when you can come to my home and pin me and staple that thing to my face. Until then, take that mask and shove it up your nose. It's not going to happen. I will fight you every step of the way, all the way into a courtroom, if that's what it takes. You will not usurp our constitutional rights for your bullcrap statistical dishonesty. You will not do it. You and the other fear mongers, the big state Democrat or blue state Democrat governors, you all you're all cut from the same cloth. You are trying to expand your own power by making the people live in fear. It will not happen. It will not happen. Not on my watch. Not as much as I can uh, can can affect it as a private citizen with a big big mouth a very strong microphone, and a huge transmitter. It's not going to happen. Cuyahoga County, yesterday, Mike DeWine announced that you are approaching, as he says, the highest level on the state alert system, which is full lockdown at level four, the purple zone. Right now, Cuyahoga County is still red, the third highest of the levels. But by next week, according to Governor No Spine, 
uh, we could be purple in Cuyahoga County. Most of the recent spread in Cuyahoga County over the last few weeks, says Governor No Spine, were in non-congregate settings, which the governor said is worse because it indicates a significant community spread of the virus. No, it doesn't, you bespectacled buffoon. It means you're testing 20,000 people a day. Of course you're going to get more cases. That doesn't mean it's being spread more. You're testing 20,000 people a day, including healthy asymptomatic people. And if you believe the first-hand reports of some who showed up for testing and never got through to the testing because the line was so long or the process was so slow and they left, who then got phone calls saying, we received your test results, you're positive, and they said, what are you talking about? I never even took the test. I just filled out my number and my information while I waited to take the test. I don't believe a word. Not a word of what is coming from the mouth of Governor No Spine. Nothing. Not one. You're testing more people than ever before. 20,000 in a day. And then you're shocked when you get over 1,000 positive tests. And then you say, look, it's spreading faster and faster. No, it's not, you liar. Talk to me about the hospitalizations. You claimed hospitalizations in Franklin County were up 23%. Jack Windsor told us yesterday on live radio and on uh, Wednesday as well, that the numbers, which are available on the website, counter contradict exactly what you told the people at the press conference. It, because you know that most people are too lazy to go dig up the numbers on the website. You know that. So you feed them garbage every day at that podium in Columbus, knowing that they'll take you at your word because they're too lazy to go look up the truth. But the truth was looked up by somebody who wasn't lazy. And Jack Windsor reported not only was it up tw- not up 23%, not only were hospitalizations in Franklin County not up 5%, they were down significantly. But you're a liar. You refuse to tell the people at your daily press conferences that a case is not a person. We have to dig that up from people inside your administration that people can be retested multiple times. And people being retested, each time there's a positive test, it's counted as a positive case. And therefore, a new case. And in the eyes of the uh, dispo- or the, the, uh, uh, the ignorant public, and I don't say that as an insulting way, ignorance is not stupidity, by the way. Ignorance means you're not aware of something. So the public not being aware of the reality, here's 900 new cases or 1,000 new cases and thinks there's 900 new people that got infected with this, by the way, relatively speaking, harmless flu. And when I say, relatively speaking, harmless, I'm talking about that declining, dropping like a rock death rate. The one that continues to go down week after week after week after week. Deaths declining, testing positive, increasing, showing that nobody has to worry. And when I say nobody, very, very few people, certainly not enough to affect the entirety of the state of Ohio or county-by-county economy and jobs. That death rate goes down, the number of tests and thus positive tests results goes up, and you don't want to focus on that. You won't focus on that. When somebody demands that you focus on that, like Jack Windsor at a press conference, you ignore that part of the question and and respond to something that wasn't even asked. So now Cuyahoga County residents 
are on the verge of being in full lockdown. Where you, and by the way, my county, Lorain County, maybe next, Summit County, maybe next. We know the new counties, uh, Trumbull County, Butler County. We are hearing all of this from, from uh, this, this buffoon uh, uh, all week long. But you are on the verge of being in full lockdown. Every business shut down. You can't leave your house unless you're going out for survival supplies and services. That's essentially what it says. Because if this guy lying to you about the danger of the COVID-19 virus and lying to you about its spread. For example, from June 16th to July 1st, visits to the ER for COVID-19 more than doubled, he said, from an average of 19 a day to 50 per day. You're a liar! Because we have heard countless evidence, countless numbers of cases of people, including medical professionals saying that people who go to the ER for a broken leg, for example, are given, if they've got to go into the hospital, are given a mandatory COVID-19 test, and if they test positive, you and your idiots in Columbus are charting it as a COVID hospitalization. The people of Ohio may be ignorant of this information, but we are not stupid. And those of us who do find the information are going to share it. Jack's going to share it on TV and online. I'm going to share it online and on the radio. I know countless other people on radio who are going to do the same thing. And you're, going to, you're not going to continue to pull the wool over the eyes of the people of the state of Ohio. We're going to expose you. We're going to expose your agenda. And we are going to fight back. We will not, we will not comply. You're going to close the schools this fall. You're going to cancel the sports seasons. You're going to condemn more people to depression led deaths. And you don't care. Mike DeWine, the bespectacled buffoon, has got to go. I will never forgive those who wrote the Ohio Constitution for not including a recall clause for an executive the only way to get rid of mike dewine before his term ends in 2022 is impeachment from the ohio state house but most of the buffoon republicans who run the ohio state house aren't going to do it because they're loyal to dewine they're loyal to the r or they're looking for jobs upon uh, their term limits and they can get them from the governor they can get appointments judicial appointments or other jobs that means we got nobody looking out for us. Not the Republicans, not the demon rats, nobody but you and me. And I'll tell you what, I'm spoiling for this fight. Bring that stuff on, Mike. You, you, you can find me in Lorraine County. Call me. Your guy's got my number because I had you on once. Call me. I'll tell you where I am. I'll tell you where I am. You can bring some of your goons from the Department of Health. You staple a mask to my face, I'll leave it there. But the challenge is there. I'm not hard to find. And I'll be right back. Won't you let me in? Yeah, that's exactly right, because that is exactly what he was doing on a daily basis. I just got a message on Facebook from Deb who said, Thank you for your work. My son's wedding will not be interfered with again, in all caps. 
Deb, we will fight every step of the way to make sure your son's wedding can go off without a hitch. With all of your guests, people will not be locked into their homes and not allowed to hold their weddings and their receptions because of a, a virus that a liar in Columbus is trying to um, uh, convince us is more deadly than it is, that it is more dangerous than it is, and that it is spreading faster than it is. We will fight for your son's wedding, for our kids to be in schools, for our teams to have seasons, for our, our places of employment to remain open, for businesses to be able to grow, and we'll fight against this guy, the bespectacled buffoon who won't answer the tough questions from guys like Jack Windsor. WMFD-TV, Mansfield. Governor, 51 of Ohio's 88 counties have had less than 10 deaths since November 2019. Uh, 13 of those have had zero. They've seen declining hospitalizations and almost no deaths, yet they're in code yellow. The CDC shows an entire U.S. map in the green, but we don't even have a green label on our map in Ohio. The CDC also reported the 10th straight week of declining deaths. They indicated that COVID may go below the epidemic threshold. Since the start of the pandemic up to today, not a single one of the seven counties coded red before today had ICU utilization above 80%, and COVID-specific ICU utilization was under 10% in all seven counties. This does not reflect a pandemic or epidemic environment, yet these counties are in code red. We're in a heightened state of fear that has... I hope you understood everything you're hearing there from Jack Windsor and his question to the governor yesterday about the ICUs completely... Absolutely 100% the opposite of what DeWine is presenting. And Jack is giving him the statistics because he was willing to look them up and do the legwork and do the push-ups and, and know this stuff. The rest of the sheep in the, pre, in the press pool covering the governor every day refuse to do any of the above. They just lick the boots of the governor and say, thank you for trying to keep us safe, sir. Whether it's Cleveland.com or any of the TV stations around the, around the state. They all do the same thing. One guy's asking the tough questions. And that's why Mike DeWine can avoid the tough questions, because there's nobody who's going to follow up Jack's questions about the ICU uh, uh, admissions, about the hospitalizations, about the CDC, about the green uh, territories, meaning that there is very little to no threat at all, which we don't even have. We start out in the Ohio realm with essentially saying everybody's in jeopardy. And the stats show just the opposite. It's had an adverse effect on people, schools, and businesses. Governor, can you explain why we're being mandated more now and being told to be more afraid, even though our own state numbers and the CDC numbers tell a different story? And then, side note, um, any update on the antibody testing we discussed last week? (sighs) Governor, Can you explain why you are trying to scare the bleep out of people more now than back in March when this whole thing started? You're telling me we're in a worse place now? And that is essentially what Mike DeWine did say yesterday. That is essentially what he said, that things are worse than they've ever been. He literally said that things are worse, particularly as as I mentioned in Cuyahoga County. Cuyahoga County residents are seeking care for COVID-19-related concerns at higher levels than ever before, he said. No, Cuyahoga County residents are testing positive more because you're giving more tests and you are forcing people who go to hospitals for maybe elective care of some sort or another to take COVID tests on the way in the door and then saying, oh, look at this. 
we got a positive test here. They're totally asymptomatic. They're not sick. They wouldn't be in the hospital. They're not seeking hospital care for COVID-19 symptoms. They're seeking it for something entirely different. But he tested positive. Check mark, ding, ring the bell. Another positive COVID test in a hospital. Another positive COVID test in a hospital. Well, would you look at that? Hospitalizations for COVID are up. You're a liar, Mike DeWine. Jack Windsor called you a liar. You refused to answer his question. And we're not going to let up. I'll let you hear the response from this weasel uh, coming up after the news on 1420 The Answer. I'll tell you something. And thanks for being with us at 935 as we continue. Cursing out coming up at, at uh, 1010. We're focused on Ohio's ongoing uh, deconstruction, the, the ongoing deconstruction of the Ohio economy and Ohio's liberty, as directed by the uh, moron in uh, the governor's office. And I'm sorry, just the, the gloves are now off. The gloves are now off, and so are the masks, Mike. The gloves are off, and so are the masks. But um, here's, here are some things that you need to know. The mask mandate that the bespectacled buffoon has put into place here for counties that he deems to be in the red zone based on numbers that he cannot verify or defend, this, these mandates are toothless. You understand what I'm saying to you here? They are toothless. You don't have to comply. And I want you to know that, and I want you to fight that, and I want you to challenge any Karen who wants to call the, the, the health department or the police because they see you walking your dog in public without a fear mask on. I want you to invite the health department uh, enforcer to come and see you. Invite a police officer to come and see you. They won't, by the way, because cops are too smart to be pulled into this nonsense. But I want you to have the conversation with them and explain your rights. You do realize you have rights, don't you? These mandates are toothless. In fact, that was the description. Excuse me. That was the description that was given by a... um, by a the former chief of staff of the Bergen County, New Jersey police about the New Jersey mandate. He said, I don't know how we can enforce this. He said, this looks like it was thrown together in a hurry, and there was no teeth to this. In Ohio, where Governor Mike DeWine has ordered masks to be worn in public in half a dozen counties, now expanded to my county and to Summit County, by the way, and there will be more coming. Cuyahoga County could be gone from the red zone and into the purple zone, where it's even worse as far as lockdowns go because of this ridiculous uh, mandate. But uh, Chief Deputy Jim Gilbert of the Franklin County Sheriff's Office told the Columbus Dispatch, we're not going to arrest somebody because of a mask issue. We are going to ask for compliance verbally. We're going to do all we can to de-escalate the situation and hopefully just educate the person and send them on their way and possibly provide them with a mask they can take with them. I will take that mask and I will put it in the nearest trash can if you try. Kentucky Governor Andy Bashir became the latest lawmaker to mandate masks on Thursday. He said the order, which goes into effect today, is good for 30 days and will be enforced by local health departments and others. He said, again, police will not enforce. In so many cases, we have heard that police will not enforce. And the reason why is there is no teeth to these, as the uh, New Jersey guy said, to these mandates. Here's an example of what I'm talking about. The 1851 Center for Constitutional Law has issued a statement, as of today, about Mike DeWine's mask orders. Yes, the governor's selective mask mandate is unconstitutional in several ways. 
says the 1851 Center for Constitutional Law. Here's what you need to know. Number one, the director of the Ohio Department of Health cannot criminalize otherwise lawful conduct. You understand that? The, dire- the Department of Health cannot criminalize otherwise lawful conduct. And yes, it is lawful to walk around without a chain across your face. And that's exactly how you should view these masks. Chains. Because you are no longer free. If they force you to cover your face, potentially uh, putting your own health in jeopardy over a lie about the threat that you may pose as a healthy person to somebody else. You are allowed, under ordinary circumstances, to go through your life mask-free, chain-free. So the Department of Health, according to the Center for Constitutional Law, cannot criminalize otherwise lawful conduct, especially irrespective of intent, nor may it do so in a non-uniform manner. After our victory in State versus Brearley, says the Law Center, no person has successfully been prosecuted for violating a health director's order in 134 years. Do you understand what I'm saying to you? Do not let him win. Do not let this ridiculously unconstitutional order affect the way you live your life. Now, if you want to wear a mask on your own, not because of a mandate, but because maybe you do suffer from a comorbidity, Maybe you are in a particularly vulnerable uh, part of the population. Maybe you live with somebody who is a senior citizen that maybe has some other vulnerabilities. If you want to do so because of your choice, God bless you. Again, you have the right to make up your own decisions on your health and how you live. But you are not mandated to do so, not constitutionally. And I want to see the first citation given to a citizen in the state of Ohio under Mike DeWine's unconstitutional order. And I want to be there the day that the court dismisses, a judge dismisses the citation. And I want to be there when the judge dresses down the Ohio Department of Health and the bespectacled buffoon in charge of the entire thing in Columbus when he dresses him down and, and chastises them for wasting the court's time. Number two, from the Center for Constitutional Law, practically no one is forced to wear a mask. There are 13 different exceptions, which cumulatively are broad enough to exempt virtually anyone at any time in any place. Bottom line, if you don't want to wear a mask, you don't have to. And if you are wearing one, it's because you are choosing to do so. And I will not ridicule you for that choice. You can choose that if you wish. I will not judge you for wearing one. Do not judge us for not. Number three, the order contains no enforcement mechanisms. It designates no state or local agency to enforce the order. And this failure to designate local enforcement is intentional. The governor wants all lawsuits to be filed against ODH, the Ohio Department of Health, alone, and thus venued in Franklin County, where he thinks he will be certain to win. Let's have that fight. And let me also say this to you, and I know i got to go to the calls. Let me say this to you, too. If you are looking for something to... Um, assist you in your argument against anybody who tries to tell you to put a mask on per the governor's orders. Among the 13 exemptions or exceptions listed in these orders are a health condition that you may have 
that makes it dangerous for you to wear a mask. If you're looking for assistance in explaining that to someone, that's why you need to get the card, one that I wear, one that I got from Citizens for Free Speech, which is online at citizensforfreespeech.org. You want to get one of these blue cards that comes laminated, and on the front it outlines your rights. I cannot overstate the importance of this. Your rights to A, not wear a mask, and your rights B, to not be questioned about your health status as to why you don't wear the masks. The front of the card says very directly, and this is not one of those fraudulent ones that has the Department of uh, Justice seal on it and it has the AMA on it. There are some fraudulent cards going around and that they have been completely discredited. This makes no uh, claim whatsoever to being verified by the Department of Justice, but it does simply uh, state what your rights are. Under the Health Insurance Probability and uh, Portability rather and Accountability Act, which is called HIPAA, I am not required to disclose my medical conditions to you. In other words, if I'm not wearing a mask, if you're not wearing a mask and somebody says, hey, you need to wear a mask to be over here to be in public, you, you can just say to them, uh, no, I don't. I, I have a health condition which precludes me from wearing one of these without putting my health in jeopardy. And if they say, what is your condition? You can say to them, go to hell. And if they say, no, you said you have a condition, what is it? You have no responsibility at all to disclose your health condition to anybody. That's what HIPAA laws are for. And in fact, my, my advice to you would be, if you're not wearing a mask and somebody says, why, what's your health condition, you should ask them, hey, do you have herpes? What? What do you mean? What are you asking me that for? It's none of your business. Exactly. It's none of my business. I am exempt for, uh, from any local or state regulations, mandates, or face mask usage in public. Uh, the Americans with Disabilities Act provides that organizations and businesses can be fined up to $75,000 for the first violation and $150,000 for any subsequent violations. Please provide the necessary consideration to aid the bearer um, in, their, uh, in the unimpeded, uh, unimpeded exercise of their legal and constitutional rights. That's the front of the card, and the back of the card is something that you should probably be familiar with. The back of the card is, is printed with the First Amendment. The full language of the First Amendment. You wear that mask around, or wear that uh, uh, card around your neck. It comes with a lanyard. All you got to do is make a small donation, a five dollar donation to Citizens for Free Speech. They'll send you a card on a lanyard. You wear that everywhere you want to go, and you tell anybody who tries to strap a chain around your face, read this. I don't wear chains or face masks. I wear this card outlining my rights. Why? Because I'm free. And I will live free, and I will not live in fear, and I will not buy my way over the cliff for you and your fears. Mark in Fairview Park, you're on AM 1420, The Answer. Good morning, Mark. Go ahead. Morning, Bob. I uh, just want to mention I had the same situation occur yesterday. I went grocery shopping, and I'm rushing here and there, and I forgot they had this mandatory mask. And uh, you know, I got my card halfway fulfilled. Maybe a guy comes up, clerk, and... Uh, uh, you're going to have to leave. You're going to have to leave right now. You got a mask, and uh, you know, talk about being frustrated. But uh, anyhow, I called you previously uh, uh, when you took over for Prager, maybe a year or so ago, and I told you about my brother's Republican group. They had a picnic, and they were the ones that mentioned that you should go national. Uh, I don't know if you recall that or not, but uh, anyhow, I talked to him this time. He, he said. Uh, he said, even, uh, you know, Dennis Prager touches on the subject that you, uh, you, you're talking about daily. 
And uh, my brother and his friends, they said, you were just great. And my brother told me That's that nice. uh, he's this Bob France came down like an anvil. And I said, you know, Tom, I said, that, that, that's why I listened to him. I, I said, Bob's a serious fighter. But uh, the one thing, one thing my brother uh, wanted to bring, well, he's, I, he's, I'm sorry Bob didn't bring it up, was the uh, fact of this thing where they want to change the name of the Cleveland Indians now. And my yeah. brother is like the Nebuchadnezzar of baseball. I mean, this guy's he is good. And as a matter of fact, he was in the governor's class. Okay, I, well, listen, listen, Mark, 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 I've I got to get a lot of people on. I don't need to hear your brother's bio, but uh, what, what about the okay. uh, what about the Indian's but, name? Is there, do you have a thought on that, real quick? No, he was no, he was, he was just furious about it. But you know, okay. I said, you know what, Tom, he couldn't. Uh, Bob couldn't get to that because of. Uh, I mean, he's got a national audience, and the subject he's talking about now. Is well, that is a national that is a national discussion in your brother's defense. And thanks for the call, Mark. In your brother's defense, he's right. That is a national discussion because it's not just the Indians; it's the Washington Redskins and the Chicago Blackhawks, and there's all kinds of this going on. No, it's worth the discussion. It is. I'm very profoundly frustrated with the political correctness that is leading to these uh, erasures of the team names of uh, of you know history. Uh, it is garbage. It is trash. It is ridiculous. It is cancel culture at its worst. Uh, I haven't had a chance to really address that. I will say this: somebody asked me. Um, on, uh, I think it was a podcast that I was being interviewed for, um, what name I suggestion I would have if the Indians changed their name. And I said, I have no answer for that. None. Because I refuse to even consider the concept of getting rid of the Cleveland Indians that I grew up with and that have been here for a hundred year, plus years. Um, so no. Uh, I will not. I will not entertain different name suggestions. They will be the Indians always and forever. And any time I see a block C in my mind's eye, I will picture Chief Wahoo because it's baseball and it's historical baseball. Uh, Stephanie in North Olmsted is next. Hi, Stephanie. Go ahead. Uh, thank you for taking my call. I want to say two things. First, that um, Warren Buffett gave um, Melinda and Bill Gates Foundation two point nine billion dollars. We cannot take our eyes off of Bill Gates. He's the one that's going to have the future vaccine. Number two, on a Christian channel uh, a couple of days ago and a talk show last night, they brought up a woman. Her name is Amazing Polly. And she pointed out 1975 Amnesty International Report on Torture. And if you look it up on page 34, everything that they're doing now to the public is stressing us out and causing fear purposely so that I believe Bill Gates will have the worldwide mandatory vaccine within, I think, maybe a year, year and a half. So all this is, we're being led by sh like sheep over a cliff. So look at that report, because uh, what they went through was amazing. Just read it, and it, they're applying it to us. They, you don't have to torture someone physically, you can torture them mentally. And it's called no-touch torture. I, I, I tell you what, Stephanie, I, I completely concur, and I'm glad you told me about the report. Thank you for the phone call. Um, absolutely torture uh, you know, can be... Look, people die sometimes because of lack of human contact. People who are lonely die. Sometimes it's because they're already sick, maybe they're advanced in age and they, you know, this happens a lot. You'll see a, the spouse of a long-time married couple die and then within a month the other one dies too because of loneliness. Their body just didn't suddenly become sick. The body just you know lost its will to live. People need human contact. Now, it might be an extreme example what I just made, but 
It's not when you look at the number of calls to suicide prevention hotlines, which have gone up by a thousand percent over the course of the last four months compared to previous years in the same time period. Why are people committing suicide? Why are they thinking about committing suicide during uh, the summer, by the way? Spring and summer, which is when people usually are in their best moods. Depression usually happens when you're going into the winter months. People get, you know, isolated a little bit because of that. Desperate. But they're up now because of the isolation. People need to be around other people. People need to be allowed to be in crowds. They need to be in gatherings. They need to be at parties. They need to be with family. They need to be in their churches. They need human contact. And to deny them that is what Stephanie just described, a form of torture. Thanks for the call. Bet right back after this. the card, not the mask. Log on to citizensforfreespeech.org. It's an incredibly important organization. It's one that I am working with. By the way, I helped design the card. I helped put the language on the card. Put the First Amendment on the back of the card. And you will receive it in the mail with a lanyard to wear around your neck so that you never have to wear that mask in public. And you tell anybody who challenges you, you have an absolute right to not wear that mask based on your health. And again, if they ask you what your health condition is, you turn around and ask them if they have syphilis. And when they say that's none of your business, you say exactly, and you walk away. Ray in uh, Cleveland. Ray, you're on AM 1420, The Answer. Go ahead. Thank you, Bob, for taking my call. I fully agree with you in what you said about Mike DeWine, and I stand with you in your anger. My My question is this. Since mandating masks is unconstitutional, is it possible for either you or your wife or someone you know to find a judge to put an injunction on Mayor Jackson's and Mike DeWine's orders to mandate masks? That is a very good question, and thank you for the phone call, Ray. Um, I, I, I think there have already been two cases in which judges have ruled the governor's lockdown orders of all businesses unconstitutional. Uh, and of course, immediately the governor appealed, and so it's in the it's in the process. You know how that works as far as the length of time it can take to get through the courts. I don't know that anybody has filed a suit to, to uh, declare the the uh, mask order to get a judge to say this uh, this this order is null and void. Um, but since it was done for the lockdown, it would not surprise me if it's going to be done sooner rather than later. Masks, and I would hope that anybody right now listening. Uh, to this program, who is an attorney, uh, might have some information on that. Might consider actually filing that. If you're looking for a plaintiff, I'll be one. I don't care. Uh, but uh, I'm sure there are plenty of people who would join that suit, perhaps as a class action, to uh, to refuse the order mandating these masks from the governor. Vince in Westlake, next, AM 1420, The Answer. Hi, Vince, go ahead. Good morning, Bob. Thanks for taking my call. Yes, sir. Uh, first off, Great to see you get the recognition you so Richard deserved on the uh, Dennis Prager show yesterday. Phenomenal show. Thank you. Uh, secondly, God bless Jack Windsor um, for the digging that he does, for the research he does, and for what he does. And God bless you for uh, being his uh, partner in this, this venture. 
My question is real simple. We all know what the problem is going on. Those of us that are reading data, reading the CDC, reading the Ohio State coronavirus stuff, know there's a problem with what the information that we're getting is being fed to us wrong. What do we do? What's our next step as citizens to fight back, as you said, but fight back and let the governor know? And just get well, people that are, you know, not like Biden through China for this place. Well, well that, that's it, Vince. Uh, you know, it, that's exactly it, is get more and more people to resist, to, to ignore this mandate, to go into their uh, local businesses, go into their uh, local public squares, go wherever they want to, not wearing masks, and let the Ohio Department of Health try to chase people down and give them fines or summonses. Let them do it, and then let's overwhelm the system, and let's see if they collect nickel one from anybody. I mean, the, you know, the power is in the numbers. We all need to band together and say, look, you know, though, and again, I'm not telling everybody to not wear a mask. What I am saying is you have the right, and thanks for the call, Vince, you have the right to make your own choice as to whether or not you want to wear that mask. And for those of us who choose not to, the, the, the answer is in the numbers. We need to let them, uh, to overwhelm the system, like I said, let them try to process all of these 25 or $50 fines for all of us. We're not going to pay. Let them try to bring us to court to make us pay. And eventually they're going to say this was stupid and they're going to stop it. Uh, the other thing is, Again, let's band together and see if we can get a lawsuit filed. Let's get a judge to say this is unconstitutional. As I said, the 1851 uh, Constitutional um, uh, Law Center said, uh, and I may have just butchered their names, apologies. Uh, but that's uh, that's exactly what we have to do is get someone to get in front of a judge and to get a judge to rule this is unconstitutional, and the order is thus lifted. So that's probably, you know who's a good person to ask about that? A lawyer. Perhaps a lawyer like Peter Kersenow, who will join us next on AM 1420 The End.